Good morning. We're continuing Chayyadim Haklal Gimel, and we learned Simon Hay. We're clarifying the lochas of a person interrupts Shmirchus Kriyashma to go to the bathroom. So a person takes off their talis and tefillin. They do not make a new bracha on the talis when they put it back on. A person takes off the tefillin. So a person has to make a new bracha when the person puts the tefillin back on. So uh, we know that if we, if for Ashkenazim, if we if we pare down the brachas on tefillin down to the, their minimum. Person makes a bracha of honeyach tefillin on the shayat. Person makes a bracha of almitzas tefillin on the shalrosh. And the person says baruch shem kamochu said the lomboed after he finishes putting on the shalrosh. The psukim that we say uh, are not necessary part of the halachas tefillin. They're added things, etc. So berachos kriyashma a person will not be saying any psukim besides these these three parts: the first bracha, the second bracha, baruch shem. However, uh, the the second bracha of Amitzas Tefillin is machloikus. So maybe we should argue that during Berachos Kriyashma, when we want to int- minimize the interruption, maybe we should only say one bracha. So, if a person puts on Tefillin during Berachos Kriyashma, between the first and second bracha, Yitzhak Moris, he pauses, puts on the Tefillin, he makes two brachas, and he says Baruch Shem. Person puts on tefillin between habacherbam yisobeavo and shema. He makes two brachas and he says baruch shem. If a person puts on tefillin during either one of those brachas or during the bracha of gal yisrael, he only makes one bracha. He makes the bracha of lohniach tefillin, not the bracha of amitzas tefillin, and therefore there's no need to say baruch shem. So, in the case of a person's putting on tefillin, either because he's not have tefillin earlier and just brought given to him now. Or because he interrupted and, and um, took off his tefillin to go to the bathroom, so that's an interruption which halachal he's required to do. So that constitutes a valid halachal interruption, and he needs a new bracha when he puts it back on. Now there is, uh, it's to clarify, theoretically, if a person would relieve themselves just for ketanim while wearing the tefillin shalyad, he does not need to make a new bracha. But going to a normal basic say would require him. So practically, that's never going to be relevant. So you might have learned such a halacha that to clarify that doesn't apply when a person goes to basic kisei kavua. person goes to basic kisei kavua, um, so the person must take off their tefillin, the shayat and the shalrosh. So in that situation, a person will, will make a new bracha when they put the tefillin back on, whether they went for ketanim or for gedolim. I want to clarify one point that I said back in Shira a while back when we first started learning these halachas, and I want to correct that. Um, that we, I said uh, incorrectly, I said that if a person has an urge, they're, they're allowed to learn, which they can withhold for Dal and Milim, they're allowed to learn Erdam and Lechavkila. That is incorrect. If a person had an urge, even if they could hold it for Dal and Milim, uh, they uh, they should not learn or say brachas until they address that urge. But again, I'm going to re- reiterate again that there are urges, there are urges, and there are urges. It has to be a true urge, which is, would require such an interruption. But if, if it's something which a person knows, that by ignoring it, the urge will go away. The person gets absorbed in what they're doing, and they will forget about the urge. The urge will not bother them. So then they do not need to. Uh, address that urge before they start learning or davening, uh, saying brachas. They're allowed to learn daven and say brachas, etc. They would actually be allowed to daven shmeresri as well under those circumstances. Uh, so with this, we've completed the, the halachas 
of the uh, it, preparing for davening by relieving oneself. And we'll move on to the next set of halachas in Klal Gimel, which deals with the presence of the uncleanly uh, uh, waste products of the of the body and how that affects one's right to daven. So it's not that my body needs to relieve itself, but there is something which has been which is present, and what Allah has that it has in regards to the, the rights to davening. So meanwhile, we've completed this section, and we have a, have a good day.